When we come to the matter of the meetings, we must know our meetings, the meeting. Uh, what is the church? The church in Greek is ekklesia, which means a called out assembly. Ek is out, and uh, ekklesia is an is out a called assembly. So, in other words, it what is the church? The church is an assembly, uh, a gathering of people. Therefore, we Christians must have meetings. We must meet together. We should be gathered together. But what we are gathered, we're not gathered into ourselves, not into our natural man. We are not a social club. Uh, people just gather together uh, just to, uh, I don't know what you do in social clubs, uh, in parties. But uh, uh, in the church, we gather together in the name of the Lord Jesus. We are not gathered in ourselves. We are gathered out of ourselves into the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, we must be in the Lord's name. Amen. And that is why uh, we are called out assembly. We are assembly, but we are called out. The Lord has called us out, uh, out of ourselves, out of the society, out of a situation. We are now in the Lord's name, in the Lord's, the name is the person, the reality of the name is the person of that name. So we are in the person of Christ. Well, that's why Christians are meeting people. We are uh, in, the, uh, uh, in, in the Bible, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 says, you should not forsake the gathering of yourself together. We should not forsake that. Uh, uh, we, are, we Christians are not individual uh, people. We are not like butterflies flying around, but we are really as bees. We work together in coordination uh, so that the, the, we can survive together and we grow together. Praise the Lord. Christian life is a meeting life. We are together. So in, the, uh, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, it tells us not to forsake, not to forsake our gatherings together. So we cannot, uh, uh, do not forsake our gatherings. Even in the Old Testament, three times a year, the, the people are, are, are supposed to come together three times a year to hold a feast unto Jehovah. Uh, so in the New Testament, we, we gather, but most Christians or Christianity people only gather once a week on the Sunday morning in the kind of service. But according to the Bible, if you read Acts chapter 2, you'll find out that the early church, the first church, are really a gathering church, a meeting people, because they meet not only, they meet, uh, uh, not only in the temple, uh, in the uh, large areas, but they also met from house to house. Oh, okay, now we have a concept of gathering together 
of a large number. Yes, uh, but the large numbers gather together maybe uh, once a week, maybe uh, more often, but not that often as much as the small gatherings. The, in, the, in the early days, the gatherings are in the homes, and the homes from house to house, it says. In other words, it is according to house. If there is a house, there is a gathering. So we, uh, in seven days a week, we should go to visit saints from house to house. We meet together. We Christians, it seems that we uh, could not even grow in life without gathering together. Because if we're individuals, it's easy for us to say, I want to do a, a self-study Christian. I want to be a self-study Christian. I'm sorry. A lot of things you, uh, you could study the Bible yourself, or you pray to the Lord yourself, but if you're not part of the Lord's church, there is no light. And a lot of light, a lot of the Lord's speaking is, are in the church meetings. We all experience that. Amen. And uh, another uh, uh, point is that uh, in John chapter 10, the Lord calls us his sheep. Uh, chapter 10, John chapter 10, verse 3, for instance, he says, to him the doorkeeper, op the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And verse 16 says, uh, says uh, uh, I have others, and I have other sheep which are not of this fold. I must lead them also, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. So the Lord calls himself the shepherd. The, a good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep, and he calls us his sheep. So we Christians are not individual lions or wolves, but we are sheep. We are together. We are flocked together. If you see a sheep, you, you know that sheep are, are gathering uh, animals. The animals, they have to gather together. And uh, the feeding of the, these animals are also together. So when we are... Uh, uh, together as sheep, then the Lord is our pasture. Our pastor and our pasture. He is our food. He is our rest. He is also our uh, person who looks over us, right? Looks after us. He cares for us. So let's uh, not think that we could survive individually, but we are really part of the sheep, and we enjoy the Lord together. Amen. Okay, so when we meet, we, what, what, does that, what do we do when we meet? Uh, this must be, we, we cannot be dead sheep or uh, just uh, dormant sheep. We have to be living in, uh, in, uh, efficient, in uh, efficient chapter 5, Verse 18 says, be filled in spirit. 
right? And it says, uh, do not be drunk with wine in which is, uh, in which is dissolution, dissoluteness, but be filled in spirit. And then verse 19 says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and psalming with, with your heart to the Lord. And verse 20 says, giving thanks at all times for all things in the name of the Lord Jesus to our God and the Father. Here it, is, it shows that what we do in the church, when we come together, we do not just uh, sit here and be silent and uh, uh, just, uh, just be a spectator, but every member is living. Every member is filled with the Spirit and not to be filled with the wine, but to be filled with the Spirit, and we uh, with uh, speaking to one another and singing to one another. This is our church church meetings. When we come together, we should have a lot of activities, a lot of singing, a lot of uh, praying, a lot of uh, being filled in the Spirit. And this is where we grow. That's how we can grow, right? And this is a corporate grace. The grace has the individual side as well as the corporate side. But a lot of our grace is received corporately. We receive a lot of grace in the meeting, much more than uh, when we are individuals. Like in, uh, uh, in Psalms 73, the psalmist says, wow, I, I see all these evil person uh, they are they prosper. It seems that the Lord does not do anything to them. Uh, they are they uh, they cheated others. They suppress others. They op oppress others, but they become prosperous. And so the psalmist was very very uh, upset. He couldn't understand this. He tried to figure it out. He couldn't. But one until he entered into the sanctuary of the Lord. That is the church life. When he, I mean, represent the church life today, when we enter into the church life, everything became clear. He said, I understand their ends, and, I, and uh, praise the Lord. He said uh, that in, uh, uh, what, what does it say? In, uh, uh, in heaven, uh, I don't have anyone else but you. On earth, I don't have anyone else but you. Praise the Lord. It's in the meetings we got clear. We are here for the Lord. And we are here. Then everything uh, else, whether it's right or wrong, whether the evil one gets prosperous or not, it doesn't matter. I gain Christ. Christ is my everything. But if you don't come to the meetings, you won't feel that way. You don't see that way. But praise the Lord. In the meetings, we can be more clear. And this is what called the corporate grace. Grace is shared with all the saints in all the in the meetings. Uh, you cannot. You can. Some of you say. Some of us will say. Well, I don't need to go to meetings. I could just uh, study by myself. Uh, I, I I have all the collective works of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. I have all the life studies and I have all the, was the truth lessons. Uh, I don't need to go to meeting, but you just try. 
by yourself, you don't get much grace. Your grace is little, is limited individually. But when we're together, there's a lot more grace. Hallelujah. Right? Even Ephesians chapter 3, uh, Paul's prayer for us that Christ may make his home in our heart by strengthening us into our inner man. But, but uh, we still need to be with all saints who apprehend what is the breadth, the length, the height, and the, and the uh, depth of Christ and the knowledge surpassing love of God. By coming together, by apprehending together with all the saints, right, we will be filled unto all the fullness of God. Christ is the embodiment of the fullness of the Godhead, but this Christ is now living in us, and in a corporate way, we express him out as the fullness. We will be filled unto all the fullness of God when we come to meetings. Amen. So the pattern of the, in the church, uh, when should we come to meetings? In Acts chapter 20, Acts chapter 20 verse 7 uh, says, uh, uh, says, on the first day of the week, this is chapter 20, Acts 20 verse 7. And on the first day of the week, when we gather together to break bread, Paul, okay, so the, the early church set us an example that after the uh, Pentecostal, when they had a daily meeting from house to house, uh, as the whole church get together is on the first day of the week. First day of the week. This is what we call the Lord's Day. The first day of the week. The, the Bible especially says the first day of the week. and shows that this is the, the day of resurrection. Because the Lord Jesus died on Friday and Saturday. And the first day of the week he resurrected. So we are meeting. Our meeting must be in resurrection. And we our meeting must be together on the first day of the week. Well, this is the uh, this is the example or pattern in the New Testament of the meetings of the church. In the Old Testament, we uh, observe the Sabbath. We kept we keep or they kept they kept Saturday. They met on Saturday. They rested on Saturday, and but. In the New Testament, the church meets on the first day of the week. The first day. We have to realize the, the Lord's Day or the Sunday is really the first day of the week. Monday is the second day. Tuesday is the third day, right? All the way to Saturday is the seventh day. And that is the Sabbath day. But the, the Lord's Day is the first day of the week. And this must be the Lord's Day. In the early church life, uh, this, the Lord's Day, they met, they meet. They met probably all day because this, this is the Lord's Day. This day belongs to the Lord. Right. So, and uh, when, they, when they met uh, in the morning, they enjoyed the Lord together. And they, uh, in the evening, they break, the, they break the bread. But here it says, 
they break the bread on the first day of the week. Uh, okay, it doesn't say, it doesn't say uh, what time they break the bread. I think the Holy Spirit purposely not record the night, the, the time, so that we in each local church then will have the freedom to follow the leading of the Spirit uh, to set the time of our Lord's table. And some, some people uh, in our past experiences that we like to use the evening uh, for our Lord's table. And, and the Lord's day, uh, Lord's day evening, we have the Lord's table so that we can uh, forget about uh, what happened today. We, everything is done. The work is done. The morning is, is the time for you to prophesy. You feed one another, you contact one another, but in the evening, uh, all works is done. You come together to just to enjoy the Lord, to remember the Lord. Well, this is, this is what, what we have practiced in the past, but until uh, free, recently, until recently, uh, because uh, the, the, the modern society is so busy, so everybody just say, one, let's come together once in the morning, that's good enough. And when we come together once in the morning, let's, uh, let's uh, have the Lord's table. And that is the reason why we have Lord's Day morning, Lord's table. Okay, well, we'll see, we'll see. But anyway, uh, the, the, the pattern in the Bible is that all day, all day, Lord's Day, is the Lord's Day. It belongs to the Lord, and it does not belong to us to watch the ball games or, or uh, uh, to, to have picnics or anything like that. This is, not, this is not the early Christians' practice. The Christians' practice is uh, ex with exaltation of heart. They go from house to house. They meet and they pray, and they have Lord's table. Okay, this is, a, this is what was the early Christian. Uh, and, uh, but Brother Lee told us, Brother Lee told us in, uh, <clears throat> in Taiwan, and when he shared about God's ordained way, and uh, also here in, uh, in the vital group trainings in the United States, uh, he shared something about our groups, our life in the groups should be 80% of the church life. 80% of the church life. If you only count in the meeting times, that's never, it's never 80%. So if we thought our meetings are the formal meetings, large gatherings, that is not true. The real meeting is one or two, two or three of us meeting together. That's also a church meeting. Acts chapter, uh, I mean, Matthew chapter 18 says two or three are meeting together. <clears throat> two of you are meeting together, are gathered together into my name. Or two or three are harmonious uh, in asking something together. There am I in your midst. So the Lord is not, uh, the Lord is present anytime just two of us 
or two or three of us could get together, we have the Lord's presence. This is the church life. Brother Lee said the church life, the 80% must be in the groups. And so we thought, oh, wow, how do we do that? We thought the meetings are the, the church life. So we count small, Friday night small group meeting. We count the Lord's Day morning, the district meeting. And you count them, no matter how you count, it wouldn't be 80%, right? So what did it say 80%? It's every day. Every day we call each other on, on the phone or we, <clears throat> we meet uh, together. Well, of course, in this uh, recent times, we have the pandemic, uh, so we cannot meet together. We can, the most we can meet is on Zoom or on the computer or on telephone. The uh, iPhone has the, uh, this FaceTime. Uh, we can contact each other, but we still can meet. Praise the Lord, we can still meet. There, but because we're not together physically, we have to meet in spirit. If I don't exercise my spirit, if you are listening, you do not listen in your spirit, then we are not in a meeting. We can be uh, on the Zoom together, but we are not in a meeting. It's just a social club. It's a no different from the worldly social club. This is not a church meeting, right? If two or three together, uh, we are together, and, but we have different opinions. You have your opinion, I have my opinion, then we're not in harmony, then we are not in a meeting, right? But the Lord says in Matthew 18 is that if we are in, we are in one harmony, so we are different instruments, but we can play the same music. You are violin and I am a trumpet, but we can all play uh, Beethoven chapter, uh, Symphony Number no. 5. We can all play together. It will be harmonious, right? This is, uh, uh, even though you and I are different, but when we release our spirit, release our Christ, and you release your Christ, we are built up together. We are harmonious. So may the Lord have mercy on us that uh, we, we learn that we can be together just by twos and threes, right? And I think the Lord's uh, doing something uh, in this pandemic. He is training us uh, to treasure more on our relationship, our contacting one another uh, in other ways, even though it's a, uh, the pandemic. The pandemic did not come until now. It wasn't five years ago, or even when the SARS came, it wasn't this bad, right? And, and, uh, 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 but, but five years ago, we did, did not have Zoom. We did not have this electronic, uh, 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 what the Lord's uh, inventions. But now the Lord has this technology uh, 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 causing the man to develop and the society to develop, we can use it. And when we are using it, we have to realize we, are mu we must be in spirit. And when we exercise our spirit, we are in a meeting. And we, are ha we have the Lord's presence. Even right now, as, I as I'm speaking, we have the Lord's presence. We have the Lord's smile and we have the Lord's grace. Hallelujah. The grace is with us, right? 
uh, in the, if you read in the Bible, almost every epistle ends with grace be with you. Almost every epistle, except for maybe Galatians and, and the second Timothy says the, the Lord Jesus be with your spirit. And the Galatians says the grace be with your spirit. Right. The other places, all the other, uh, uh, other epistles mostly end up with grace be with your uh, grace be with you. So how can grace be with us individually, or grace be with us corporately? The epistle was given written to the church. It must be corporately, right? So when the church was reading this epistle from uh, from apostle apostle Paul, they must have read it corporately. They were together. Maybe the elders would read the first, read the first, then they share with the different houses to, to, read, to read it. And as they read it, they must have been in the meeting, in the household, right? If they met from house to house, then they met in, uh, in, uh, 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 in groups. And this group is still 80% of the church life. Praise the Lord. So uh, we uh, let's uh, let's uh, uh, let's enjoy this. This is how the Lord has a design. Uh, we must uh, learn how to to enjoy this way. Uh, in the in the beginning of the church life, in Act chapter two and chapter five, uh, they met from house to house. Right, the house to house is their. Uh, is the church life the church that that means they are not not the, all the time together in one place, even though uh, in uh, in First Corinthians chapter twelve chapter fourteen twelve and fourteen tells us that you have to come together in one place uh, so the Lord can uh, the Lord can uh, uh, speak to us and but if if we are just two or three. Uh, in, according to Matthew 18, the Lord is still there with us. Amen. Praise the Lord. And today, we are, uh, we have our own, our own concept. Our own concept is that we have to come together in large group in the whole church. Come together. It, we 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 probably should have whole church come together. We do have seven feasts uh, in in a year, and we also have. Other times we should come together uh, with with a brother or a sister, a brother, mainly a brother, uh, who has some ministry to share with us. One man speaking, but that's uh, that's uh, only twenty percent of the church life. The eighty percent of the church life is one on one or two on two on one and two on two, two on two in small group meetings. Right, one on one is two of us. Two, one on two is three of us. Two on two is four of us, right? We are meeting in the, uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. By meeting together, we are really the beasts. We are not, we are the sheep. We are flocking together. This is our church life. This is how we live in the corporate life. We have to realize we are the body of Christ. We need one another. We need other members. So 
So we cannot be alone. We must uh, be a meeting people. May this be our vision that our living, even if the pandemic is here, we still care for one another in our prayer, in our heart, and also in our contact on the phones or on the Zoom or other means. Praise the Lord. Amen.